Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. It's Tuesday, January 9th. Here's the morning headlines from Michael Hill. And be sure to stick around after the break for a special preview of the New York and New Jersey State of the State addresses. We're bracing for a major storm starting late this afternoon into tomorrow with two to four inches of rain and high winds. Governor Kathy Hochul is warning of coastal flooding and widespread power outages. And in New York City and Long Island, in addition to the rain, we expect wind to be hitting gusts as high as 60 miles an hour, leading to moderate coastal flooding. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy has issued a state of emergency starting at 5 this evening. Mayor Adams has issued a travel advisory for the same period. The MTA says it will ban empty tractor trailers on bridges, and Con Ed says it has recruited 700 outside utility workers to help with storm recovery. A new poll shared first with WNYC finds nearly 80% of city residents support the city's right to shelter mandate, which requires officials to provide a bed to anyone in need. WNYC's Elizabeth Kim has more. Homeless advocates will likely seize on the findings from Harris X as proof of widespread backing for the right to shelter, even as Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul try to roll back the policy amid the migrant crisis. The poll, which surveyed around 1,000 residents, was commissioned by the New York Immigration Coalition and Wynn, a shelter provider. It also found that 54% of those surveyed disapprove of the mayor's handling of the crisis. Adams has blamed his recent poor polling on the strain the thousands of migrants arriving in New York each week are placing on city resources. He says it shows New Yorkers are mad at the situation. There's a new law in New Jersey that should make it easier for gym goers to cancel their memberships if they signed up online. Governor Murphy signed the legislation yesterday. All New Jersey fitness clubs now must offer their members who signed up online an easy-to-find place on their website to initiate cancellation. Those who sign up in person will still need to go to the gym to cancel. Bill sponsor and Assemblymember Angela McKnight says too many New Jerseyans faced unfair frustration and expense over trying to cancel gym memberships online during the pandemic. 38 and partly cloudy. Rain starting around midday, early afternoon. High near 60, turning gusty and very stormy overnight. Up next, we have a special preview of the New York and New Jersey State of the State addresses planned for Tuesday afternoon. That's after the break. This week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, the fewer on college campuses over the war in Gaza. Students have tried to have dialogue over and negotiate differences in how they see the world, even as they respond to tragedies and crimes overseas. Students and faculty from Harvard University on the New Yorker Radio Hour from WNYC Studios. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's January. That means we get to find out what state our states are in. Governor Hochul and Governor Murphy will deliver separate State of the State addresses on Tuesday afternoon. To get a sense of what to expect, my colleague Michael Hill sat down with two WNYC reporters, John Campbell and Nancy Solomon, who cover the two executives. Nancy, let's start with New Jersey. I understand you have some exclusive details on a push by Governor Murphy to allow 16 and 17-year-olds to vote in school board elections. 
Right. And that's not to be confused with a bill that he just signed recently that allows 17 year olds to vote in primaries if they're going to turn 18 by the next election day. That's a done deal. But this new proposal would flat out lower the voting age for school board elections all across the state. I spoke with two of the organizers of this effort who will be at the speech as guests of the governor. Anjali Krishnamurti started work on this as a high school freshman in Somerville. She's now in her first year at Harvard. She told me her group had to convince adults that 16 and 17-year-olds are mature enough to vote. Our generation is truly extraordinary when it comes to civic engagement. Um, We catalyze global social justice movements. We control online activist culture. We advocate for policy change. The New York City Council is about to vote on this to lower the age there. And the Murphy administration tells me the governor will call on the legislature to pass a bill that would lower the age for school board elections statewide. That's significant, Nancy, when you think of school board election turnout. In Newark, for instance, it's just 3%. Let's move on to John. John, Governor Hochul has been leaving some breadcrumbs about what she'll discuss, isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every single day, pretty much, she's been unveiling a new proposal from her State of the State address, and that's a way to kind of generate some some publicity for some of these other proposals that maybe won't get top billing in her speech. She's One thing she proposed was making family leave available in the prenatal period so people can take it during pregnancy, not just after the birth happens. She wants to overhaul how the state teaches reading. She wants a new literacy education program that kind of is a a blast from the past. She wants phonics to be involved, just like New York City is doing now. And she also proposed an investment in public swimming pools. She wants to invest in in these floating pools in either the Hudson or the East River. One is set to open in 2025. She also wants to increase funding for training lifeguards because that's been a big problem with public pools. There haven't been enough lifeguards to staff them. And John, beyond that, what are you listening for? What are you keeping an ear out for? Well, on Friday, Governor Hochul kind of gave us a a nod as to what's to come in her speech today. You'll hear more details about some of the critical issues facing New Yorkers, uh, focusing on crime and mental health, two areas that Mayor Adams and I are laser focused on. Crime is interesting in particular there because it was a major issue during her campaign in 2022. You might recall she had a tighter than expected campaign against Republican Lee Zeldin, and Republicans really used the issue of public safety against her. But depending on what she proposes, it could put her at odds with the legislature, which is generally to her left. Another big thing we're going to be listening for is what she does on housing There was a logjam in the legislature last year. The governor and the legislature could not come to an agreement on a housing deal, and they're going to to try again this year. So we're really going to be paying attention to what the governor proposes on housing. And Nancy, back to you. What do you think Murphy's priorities are? Well, skeptical me thinks we'll hear a lot about First Lady Tammy Murphy's work on maternal health care. Uh, because she's running for the Menendez seat in the Senate. But the governor may mute that so he doesn't get criticized by people like me. Uh, One of the critical issues he needs to deal with is that has so far gone unaddressed is the looming budget deficit for NJ Transit. Advocates have been calling for a dedicated source of funding, and he's staked a lot of his legacy on fixing rail service into Manhattan. So we'll see what he has to say about that. All right, quickly for both of you, who do you think 
is the audience for these speeches? Is it voters? Is it their colleagues in government? A little bit of both? Nancy, go first. I'd say it's for the entire political class. Every year, the audience is packed with policy advocates, labor leaders, lobbyists, political pundits, and the press. We're definitely part of the equation. It's Murphy's chance to show people who and what he's supporting. The legislators already know this, but it's all about making that support public. John, how about you? I agree with Nancy. I think most voters, most regular people, if they consume these governor's speeches at all, It'll be in news clips, maybe on TV news, maybe on WNYC, maybe they'll see some clips on social media, but really, you know, lawmakers, lobbyists, they will take in the full speech, they'll analyze every single line, and it's really going to set the tone for the rest of the legislative session in Albany. That's my colleague Michael Hill in conversation with New Jersey reporter Nancy Solomon and Albany reporter John Campbell discussing Tuesday's State of the State addresses by Governor Hochul and Governor Murphy. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives, like the one you just heard. Also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back for the midday news. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for The New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts.